Everybody, welcome in to the Do Something Together podcast. Thanks for listening and watching if you're on YouTube. Uh, we've had a great several weeks uh, just diving into what it means to have healthy community. Today, I'm joined by the one and only David <laughs> M. Bunting. That's not your middle of <laughs> this. Not, that's okay. Uh, <laughs> we can make something up. How are you doing, David? I'm good, man. How are you? Uh, we're going to get into some conversation today. We're going to ask the question, why community matters to our worship and uh, we're gonna dive in. We're gonna have we're gonna have a great talk. Uh, are you ready to go? I'm ready. Let's do it. All right, here we go. Okay, well, uh, back with David, and uh, people see you almost every week on stage, uh, but they may not know the real David. <laughs> they may not know who you really are. Yeah, uh, the the essence that is. <laughs> Why don't you tell people uh, a little bit about yourself or some some of these people um, have been saying a, a fun fact about them that people don't know. That people don't know. Yeah. Okay. Um, ooh, that might be a tough one. Um, of course, about me, I'm, my name is David, and, and they may also recognize my wife, Erin, yeah. who typically is on keys and helping um, and uh, and lead worship. So we have three kids. Um Actually, just recently, we've gotten to where almost all five of us can be on the stage at once, yeah. um, which is kind of fun, yeah. kind of neat. Um, family band. Family band, yeah. <laughs> the, the Partridge family or, you know. Um, so, some, let's see, man, something about me that people might not know. Um, I have a lot of expensive hobbies. <laughs> um, Aaron would tell you that. Um, and when I get into something, I go, like, all out. And so... Uh, like woodworking and yep. filmmaking, like everything I want to do, like I want all the stuff yep. to do it. So yeah, Aaron is constantly having to be like, what'd you buy now? So <laughs> uh, that's the problem with, with a lot of, especially like you said, you're the hobbies that you, you have, you have gravitated toward. Like you could do them, you know, right. without, oh, yeah. if you want to do them right, yeah. you know, I'm like, why would I do it the hard way exactly. when there's a tool for that? Exactly. You know? So, uh, well, uh, You've been leading worship at our campus how long? I mean, as long, I guess, as I, we, we've been around. As long as we've been around, yeah. And and prior to with yeah. Watermark and How long total? Before. Look, even before, you know. Oh, gosh. Um, that's a good question. I mean, like, like actually leading worship probably a little over 20 years. Wow. 22 years. Um, started on worship teams actually pretty young. I was probably nine or 10. Wow. Um, now this was a small country church. Right, yeah. So, you know, starting with like, you know, the, the trombone or something, yeah. you know, from being a band. So very young, but yeah, I've been, uh, in worship pretty much all my life, just about. Yeah. So we're talking about, we're, we're connecting the dots between community and worship. And it's an interesting, uh, thought, I guess, when you talk about how community can impact worship, but, you know, we could talk about, you know, there's there's obviously individual worship. People mm-hmm. should worship individually. Right. Know, there, there's a lot of different ways to do that. You know, you can look at Scripture, and it talks about, like, everything we do is an act of worship. But when we talk specifically about, like, corporate worship, church mm-hmm. worship, Tom, um, why, why, is, why is that important, coming together as a community to worship? Yeah, I mean, that, that's, a, that's a huge thing. Um, and uh, I've been I've been following and watching um, the the podcast series as as you've been releasing them, and I know there's a lot of talk about 
Um, you know, the, as you said, as Kim says, the C word, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> but, but what that's done is, is really show to me the importance of corporate worship, right. because there's, there's worship that you, you obviously can and should have, um, you know, in your prayer closet or in your, your, um, own private time with the Lord. Um, but there's something different mm-hmm. about what God can do when you're with your brothers and sisters yeah. in Christ and, and just lifting up the name of God, mm-hmm. um, that that something on a spiritual level, God is able to connect with us. I think, and yeah. and it gives us freedom to to go. Okay, it's okay to reach out, mm-hmm. and it encourages when you see somebody else you may know, you know, part of their story of what they're going through, and watching them give back to the Lord encourages and inspires and blesses you. So it's it's huge to be able to do that with um, with each other. So I think that's great. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I've I've always, you know, worship's been a big part for me too. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, David, obviously not you, but <laughs> King David, King David, right? Uh, you know, has always been an influence for worship leaders sure. for for a long time. You know, and you think back to all the psalms that were written, and how many of them are there? There's a lot that are joyful. There are mm-hmm. a lot that are sorrowful. Right. And I think what you just said, how you can you can connect with somebody who you know their story, mm-hmm. um, and so I think that that does a lot. What 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 about when it comes to a worship leader? Um, now I know you, we could go down a rabbit hole of of every person on stage as <laughs> right, a worship leader, right. but as somebody who is you know is actively trying to you know is putting a team together, putting a set together, mm-hmm. kind of trying to engage. Um, what's what do you think? What does your role look like when trying to foster a community of worship? Um, I mean, there's definitely, um, and and I think all worship leaders should have a a level of respect for what you're asked to do for the kingdom of God. Mm. Um, And so our job is to basically steward a meeting place between people and God. and so what what we we tend to try to um battle and 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 combat is um especially in our culture we've kind of become a culture of worship consumerism mm. right and yeah. so with i mean there's so much great what we call worship music and and um you know in the church there's a lot of 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 hill songs and bethels and yeah. all of them that are just constantly putting out worship music which is fantastic but what that does is it it takes us to a point where we're we're consuming that yeah. and we're saying when's the next album coming out mm-hmm. and because it's something we want to consume and it tends to make worship about us and so our job as worship leaders is to try to to foster that that meeting place so that it, it becomes less about us and more about what we bless the lord with yeah that's good are are there any i mean you you've been doing this a while so this may be this may be tricky to answer, but like, are there any specific moments maybe that stand out to you where you kind of saw that come to fruition where maybe either the room was, was not there and, Mm -hmm. you know, there was, there was a moment that, that changed, um, or maybe it was originally there and you just got to be a part of it. Is there, are there any specific moments that really come to mind? Um, like, there were definitely moments. Um, there was one that we had at a worship night here um, recently that was just a, the the sweetest presence of of the Lord, where we we weren't really 
um, we, we were in a moment of worship, but we weren't necessarily moving on. I just felt like we needed to kind of sit for a minute. And, and most of the time that can get awkward, mm-hmm. you know, when you're not, you know, everybody kind of, we're so distracted. We yeah. want things to keep moving. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And it was just the sweetest moment where you, you could just kind of look out and see that, that people were, were taking that moment. They were taking that time to connect with God. Um, now there's plenty of, of moments that as worship <laughs> leaders, you get seared in your mind, right. Of going, yeah. um, you know, we're up here just giving it our all. Yeah. And, and, you know, we've got the coffee drinkers back there just <laughs> sipping away. Uh, yeah. So there's plenty of those moments, but it's, it is those moments when you actually watch the connection happen that you yeah. go, this is, this is why we do what we do. Yeah. So we are, for those that are not connected to New Life, you're not part of a church. You just stumbled across this. We're what Kevin likes to call we're interdenominational, right? Especially our campus. Like we we have people from all different kinds of backgrounds. So like a, a healthy community of worship is really important for for an interdenominational church when you got people from all over the place mm-hmm. and and you know you because you've got. You've got a group of people that grew up without instruments, right? And so, you know, coming into a, a, a service where there's there's that is different for them. It's louder. There's a lot going <laughs> on. Uh, you got people maybe from more traditional background, hymnals, and just piano or an, a, a guitar. Um, and then you may have people from the, the opposite end of the spectrum, right. very Pentecostal, charismatic. <laughs> let's dance, wave the flag, run yeah. around the building, kind of. Yeah. Um, so. Why, why is it so important for us to, to have this sense of community when talking about all the different types of worship that people experience? Well, because I think that's what heaven's going to be like, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So I think there's, there's not one denomination that's going to go to heaven. Yeah. And everybody else is, you know, sorry, <laughs> left out in the cold. <laughs> like, that's what heaven's going to be like. There's, there's, there's more than one way to worship because worship again is not a, a preference or a style or, or anything like that. It is, it is our connection with God. And so I think it's important for us to be able to come together here. Yeah. And that's part of bringing heaven to earth is, is coming together here and understanding that, that you worship the way you do, but you're connecting with God. And mm-hmm. that's, that's a big deal to me. And that, you know, we can, we can share in that. Yeah. Um, one, one other thing when it comes to connecting people, I, I get asked this question and I, I'm sure you have gotten this a- asked as well. People will always ask, okay, can you explain the importance of why you have lights? Why do you have you know video on screen or, or stuff like that? What, what's the deal with the smoke machines? <laughs> First off, it's haze machines. It's a haze machine. It's not a right? smoke machine. It's a hazer. It's not a fogger. Uh, <laughs> you know, why, why do you have this production team and stuff like that? Because all of those are an important part for us on a, on a weekend service. Mm-hmm. It's an important part of the worship experience right. for us. So I'm going to let you tackle that question. Why? Because that I would say that is a part of the worship leader community. Mm-hmm. And so I want, I want you to answer that one for a change. I'm, <laughs> well, I'm tired of answering. Yeah, yeah let's just throw <laughs> Dave under the bus. So here's, here's my perspective of, of all of that. Um, it's it's a couple of things, a couple of different levels. Um, number one, there's something to be said about the attraction of people into the church. Yeah. Okay. When you've got a culture that is used to going to 
Taylor Swift concerts yeah. and, you know, all of these, they're, they're going to all of these shows to be entertained yeah. and they see all of this stuff. Now I'm not saying we have to adopt everything the world does. That's, that's obviously where the, the line starts getting drawn yeah. and people going, well, you're just trying to be like the world. Well, no, part of it is we can't afford what they do. We, anyway. Right. <laughs> that's exactly right. I'm not doing costume changes right. in the middle of worship. Yeah. So that, okay. But, but part of, of why we do that is because you want people to come in and go and, and, and recognize something and be comfortable and go, mm-hmm. okay, I kind of, I've, I've seen this kind of stuff before and, um, and, and make them, you know, maybe kind of break the mold a little bit of what they think church is, what their yeah. expectation of church is. Um, and for me, another big reason for that is I think God has given so many gifts to people. Yeah. And it's it's not just when it comes to the church and to his kingdom, it's not just about can you preach, can you mm-hmm. teach, can you sing? Yeah. Well, there's so many more gifts than yeah. that. And so somebody who we have, you know, several of those in our church where mm-hmm. their gifting is is operating production. Mm-hmm. They can run sound, they can do lights, they yeah. can do, you know, all these different things that that actually help, you know, make a service go and they feel like they're giving back to the kingdom. And so for me, that's the second part of that is that there's people that that is their gifting. Yeah. They, they don't necessarily, you know, have a, a, a good talent for teaching or speaking mm-hmm. or, or whatever, but that's something they can do for the kingdom. So, yeah. you know, in one of our core values as a church is that excellence honors God and inspires people. Mm-hmm. And that has always been my default answer is that, you know, people, people have gifts and passions and then they want to use those for that reason. They, they believe that it, if we can do this with excellence, mm-hmm. that God's worth it. You yeah. know, he's wor- worthy of it. And, you know, if if the only time you ever come to a church is Easter or candlelight or something like that, then, you know, you're going to get probably, you're going to probably see the highest level right. of production that we have. <laughs> yeah. You know, come out of, come on a random Sunday in the summer. You'll, you'll yeah, see things a little that's bit right. differently. You'll, you'll see a, a real world. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, during those moments where we know, you know, there's, there's extra people going to be coming, you know, that's where those, that production crew, man, they really shine mm-hmm. in those moments. Cause mm-hmm. they know we, we want to, we want to put, like you said, that a, a little bit of an attractional appeal there. But uh, I think it was Chris Tomlin one time said like, we want, uh, I want people when they're sitting there and just worship for it to like overwhelm them. Yeah. Like, you know, that sound just kind of hits them and, and they're just immersed in this right. light, you know, like it's just a small little, maybe a potential glimpse of what heaven could be right, like. Right. Yeah. I mean, there's something to be said for, um, emotional response that's our emotions are part of us right and so like i always think when have you ever heard just um a piece of music that moves Mm -hmm. you emotionally and that's that still can be the holy spirit using Mm -hmm. that to to convey so god gave us our emotions right so if you can use those 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 um i mean i hate to say tools but you know what i mean if we can use those to help put somebody in a, in a place where they can connect with God mm-hmm. and actually see what it's all about. That is not about the lights and all, all right. that. It just helps them get into a frame of mind where yeah. they can connect. Yeah. That's really good. Um, how do you, uh, you know, we talked about kind of, you know, the emotional side of it. And you talked earlier about, you know, this, this moment of, of just waiting in worship and, mm-hmm. and kind of having a spontaneous moment. How, how do you, how do you uh, balance that, that need for, you know, because in a corporate setting, like we said, there's people from all of your different backgrounds. Mm-hmm. And so you want to be sensitive to those who may need to be in that moment, but you also, there may be people who, who 
that's not that that moment's not for them. Mm-hmm. How do you balance that? You know, we, you prepare a set every week, worship mm-hmm. team practices, uh, but there are times where you need to stop and be spontaneous, change directions. Kevin may say, "Hey, can do you do this random song right. that you didn't practice?" Right. You know, how what's that balance like? You know, with the practical and the spiritual. Um, practically, um, I hate it when Kevin does that. <laughs> Now he's not as bad. I've I've been under some pastors where they will pull some song out of nowhere. I have there was one time in um, you bringing in the sheaves. Yeah, like there was one time and it was at at one of the old old church we were at, and this it was I think it was an evangelist. He came in and he was like, you know, in the middle of the and the, back then they always wanted you to play. Oh yeah. you're speaking. So the whole time, the whole time, <laughs> An so, hour I mean, long message. Oh man, so like I'm playing for like three hours straight, but he's in the middle and he's like. I want you to do this song. And I was like, I don't know that song. <laughs> and so he starts singing it. Like he's not oh, going to no. let it go. Oh, he just no. starts singing it. <laughs> and I'm just like trying to pick out where he's going. I have no idea. I'm like, that is fail. Um, wait, what was the question? Balancing. Okay. Balancing. You know, it's, it's really just kind of have to be sensitive to the Holy spirit and, and trust that, um, that if you're, you're giving, into what the Holy Spirit wants to do, um, and try to just stay in tune with that, um, and and know that that when it's ready to move on, you will kind of have peace to move on about it. Or if you need to pause for a minute, um, at those moments, like like that comes pretty strong to me. Yeah. Like when it's when we're going on, I've had moments where I'm like, you know, normally I'm like, okay, let's go, I'm ready to go. But when it's when it's time to pause, that that's pretty strong yeah. uh, for me for the Holy Spirit saying, wait, you know. Um, and so then when you're ready to move on and, and, and he's ready to, to go to the next um, moment, then that's, uh, that's something you just got to try to be in tune with the Holy Spirit on. Yeah. Uh, last question I've got for you is how, how, do, how can we, um, or how do you as a, as a leader of a team, how can we ensure that the sense of community and worship, that corporate worship vibe where, you know, like we said at the very beginning, like you, you see the person across the room, you know what they're going through, you know what this moment means. Mm-hmm. How can that extend beyond the, you know, our service that we have that, you know, 20, 30 minutes worth of worship that we're singing together? Mm-hmm. How, how can we get out of the four walls of the church and take this into our everyday lives? So I think that takes you from um, the, the corporate worship experience um, and then if you are integrating a private worship experience, I think that always draws us closer to God. And so, um, I mean, you have to be intentional about it, right? Mm-hmm. So you have to be intentional about, um, about worshiping the Lord on your own time. Yeah, I was, I was, um, there's a fantastic book, um, that I recommend anybody read, um, that's called How to Worship a King by Zach Neese. Um, and he talks about, um, how when you, the, the worship is basically the only avenue that we have as as Christians that that makes it all about God. Everything else, when we pray, um, you know, when we do outreach, everything is about either us mm-hmm. or fellow man. Yeah. Worship is the only time that it is not about us and it's about God. Mm-hmm. And so we need to be intentional about having those times by ourselves, mm-hmm. um, and then take that into the world. You know, because you you um, the the things that you can receive from the Lord at those moments and, and the encouragement and the building of your faith, 
um, and learning how to listen to the Holy Spirit and his leading, mm. that does nothing but help you when you go out into the community mm-hmm. and you're together with yeah. your with your brothers and sisters. That's good. Well, David, uh, we've been wrapping up all these with having the guest pray over the people watching and listening to this. So do you mind just praying over us, specifically when it comes to worship, just that sure. we have, have this healthy community when it comes to worship? Absolutely. Father, we just thank you for um, this opportunity to come to you um, and to talk about all these different things and and being together and doing things together and, and uh, building each other up in our faiths and um, and specifically about worship. So we just we come before you tonight and ask that you challenge our hearts um, when it comes to worship, God. That you help us to reach deeper and dig deeper. Um, and and understand the importance of worshiping together with each other and what that may look like you know differently for for each other but that we're still reaching out to you and that we're sacrificing uh of our own lives to to give to you that worship that you deserve and so we ask that you help us to to do that on our private time help us to do that while we're together in a corporate setting um and just to draw close to you in those moments and that that we would learn how to follow your Holy Spirit and uh, and and teach us to be together, uh, and we just thank you for everything that you're going to do through worship and through this whole entire series. So we thank you in Jesus' name, Amen. Amen. Well, David, thank you, man, for coming on. Uh, listen, don't forget if you haven't done it already, what are you waiting for? Like subscribe, all the typical podcaster stuff, you know, in YouTube. Subscribe uh, so you don't miss any of these. If you haven't caught up yet, there's several of these already done. We're going to be doing several more. So uh, be sure to uh, share this with somebody also. Last thing is we want to connect with you. And so uh, text us to 88000 to get connected, find out what's going on at our campus, all the stuff. Uh, David, thanks again, man. You bet. All right. That's it for today. We will see you next week. Goodbye, everybody. Bye.